Hi, this is Kate. And I'm Amy. And welcome to the Hush My Mouth podcast. Hello. Welcome, welcome. All right, so we're going to talk, of course, about what we did this week. Well, I've got a little shame because <gasps> I, was, I was a little late today, if you didn't notice. Uh, and I, it's because I was distracted uh, by Christmas decorations. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even finished the candy corn in my house yet, uh, but I don't know what it is. It's just, I need, you know, I, things go out and then, um, they go like hotcakes. I know. And so in, and it's like, I feel, and I'm a slow shopper. Like I have to look at everything <laughs> and see it and everything. And I tend to forget what I have mm-hmm. already, but then I haven't pulled it out yet. But then I know if I wait till I pull it out. The thing I like might be gone. Yep. And it's just. It's, you got to be on it because let me tell you, some of these like big box stores around here. Yeah. You can't wait until if you're not shopping for Christmas stuff in like August, you're missing out. <laughs> right. Well, and it's kind of ironic because on TikTok. So one of the things that keeps showing up in my feed on TikTok is the Home Depot tree because mm. it's got the extra cool sparkly lights. Oh, I haven't um, seen that. <laughs> I bought it last year. <laughs> so I was like, mm, sorry. Yes, because that was where my obsession, and I went several times because there was a tree there that was beautiful, mm. and I loved it, but it was too tall for my space. Oh, okay. I think it was 15 feet okay. or something crazy, but it was beautiful. And they didn't have a shorter version? They didn't have a shorter version. I mean, I looked online. Yeah. It just It was the tree like that but then i ended up getting the special sparkly lights it's just you know how it is because it's not just a tree it's the type of tree yeah you know what are the lead you know and we're talking artificial obviously i need a fraser fur yeah <laughs> even in the fake one <laughs> well that's the thing like some of them look better oh do i want pine cones mm-hmm. do i want snow no oh yeah no. i don't want snow i don't want i like the look of it sometimes i don't want it all over my house right uh so yeah there's a lot of decision making luckily the tree did not get decided i mean it got decided last year right so we're done so you're all set so yeah so my big guilt purchase today was two wooden pine cones (laughs) (laughs) i think we can give you a pass on that (laughs) not like the pine coney pine coney ones because you can buy like the bag of those right these were like wood really pretty but yeah i have wood christmas trees that my sister-in-law made me years ago um, so yeah, I was like, oh, they could be buddies. So yeah. that's, that's what I did that. Sorry about it. It's okay. I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> so this week for me, I have been anticipating and very excited about the arrival of a new Tarjay yes. in my town. And I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I just couldn't ever find the grand opening date. Like you would think they would have had it plastered on a big sign outside the store, but they did not. Um, So I found out in a roundabout way that the store had opened. I think it must have only opened like the day before I found out. Um, So whenever to check it out and much to my dismay, it's not a super target. What? Like why even put the, money and time investment into building a regular target in an area like this that's just growing and growing and growing right we have nothing but super targets yeah so it makes no sense to me i mean 
it's cute. I like the the way it's designed. It actually looks exactly like a Target that we went to when we were visiting the Boston area yeah. earlier in the year. But it doesn't have a lot of the things that I typically go to Target for because it's, there's no grocery store. So I'm going to have to just keep schlepping to Frisco, apparently. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird because, like you said, you go to certain cities. Like, I was just in Denver, and they had a city one downtown um maryland had one too like they're like usually they're two stories yes i remember that one because it had the, the cool cart escalator um for the cart yeah that was amazing i'd never yeah. seen anything like that and those that makes sense to me because they're dealing with a much smaller footprint mm-hmm. um and and so obviously they're not gonna have this huge grocery store because people are really kind of just coming in and getting you know like maybe a bag or two of essentials right right but here we are so spread out there's so much land we expect super targets yeah, here. So, I mean, it's nice to have a one-stop shop. I mean, now granted, I don't buy all my groceries at Target, but I can buy a lot of the things that we need there. It's cheaper and it's in the same space where I'm also getting, you know, other Targety type items. So yeah. anyway, I'm a little disappointed. I'm sure I'll just, I'll be able to run in there for some things, but I'm still going to have to do my big shop elsewhere. Sorry. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about our college experience. We had mentioned on a previous podcast that that is where Amy and I met. I was in college at Virginia Tech. Go Hokies! Yay! In Blacksburg, Virginia. Um, So, I mean, we talk quite a bit about experiences since then, but we haven't talked as much about what it was like when we were in school. Right. So, lots of good memories. Some things we'd rather forget, <laughs> but I've, I still think even like the stuff that wasn't amazing, I still kind of look back on it with nostalgia at this point. <laughs> you know, some of that stuff uh, develops character. That's right. So what, what sticks out in your mind? Well, interestingly enough, um, I didn't see Virginia Tech or Blacksburg until the day I showed up for orientation. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't think people, I, I think people did, but not maybe like we do today in terms of the college visits. Yeah. Um, and of course there was no internet, so you couldn't go even online and see what it looked like. That's right. Oh my gosh. I know. It's crazy. Um, but I remember stepping foot on campus and immediately falling in love with it. Yeah. To me, it just looked like what I thought college campuses should look like. Well, because it's, it's beautiful, but it is kind of... I guess stereotypical in the sense of what I would think a college would look like too. I mean, of course, not all colleges look like tech, but it definitely has that. You know where you are when you walk right. onto that campus. <laughs> right. It has that. Now, they they use it now um, like intentionally on a, most of the academic buildings and regular buildings, but that limestone that yeah. comes from that quarry that's close by and of course they call it hokey Hokey stone yeah (laughs) uh but so yeah so it has that like old look to it um and yeah there isn't a lot that you know it just looks like it's been there for a long time even if it's a newer building yeah you know they just try to incorporate that same kind of architecture um it also helps it's at the base of the blue ridge mountains and it's just gorgeous there 
Um, but yeah, I immediately fell in love with just the way it looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing I was kind of moved my moved by was um, just how incredibly nice everyone was there. Yeah. Like really nice. Because, um, you know, when you come from high school, a lot of times you're thinking, oh, here I am kind of, you know, I'm at the bottom of the. It's like a little intimidating. Yeah. Like, are people going to be mean? Are people going to be, you know, are bullies? Or, you know, right. is it going to be like, you know, you're going to have like that like click thing mm-hmm. and it couldn't have been farther from, from yeah. the truth it was just everyone would stop and help you and you know if you look like you didn't know where you were going like mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the girl with the map right you know <laughs> um <laughs> and we didn't have phones we couldn't use oh yeah I'm just looking at my phone yeah. uh, no you no. had a map um but uh, yeah everyone was was super helpful so uh yeah it was really exciting um uh, stepping foot there first time. Yeah. Well, when I, same, I, the first time I saw it was orientation. And so that was like over the summer before you actually came to school to move in. And it was an overnight thing. And I had my best friend, Kristen visiting from California. And so she came with me and my mom to go to the orientation and we got to stay in one of the dorms. Right. And yeah, same as you. I was like, this is great. You know, I was so excited about it. And I didn't, um, I mean, I did apply to other schools, but I think I just kind of always assumed that that's where I was going to go to school. So, you know, it was good that I liked it because if I had stepped on campus and been like, this place is terrible or I I can't live here, you know, it was too late. I was already signed up. Which I think was, you know, for a lot of people, I mean, I think there was a lot more people that did move like colleges Mm -hmm. sometimes because maybe they just didn't feel like it was for them wherever you were as opposed to now where you do have that opportunity to kind of, you know, visit. And I know with my kids, I said, you know, walk around, but get a feel, you know, do you see yourself living here? Right. Does it feel like someplace you'd like to be, you know, because that's living there is just as much part of the experience is what you're studying. Yeah, you for know. sure. So, um, so yeah, but so yeah, we thought we'd cover a couple, uh, fun topics, yes. uh, particularly things that have probably changed over the years. I'm just guessing. Uh, me too. I'm trying to remember when was the last time I was in Blacksburg. I'm sure you've been there more recently than I have. It's been a while. Um, I wish it were closer. Yeah. It makes me sad. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, years but it's even when I was there last which was probably in like 2012 I mean it's been about 10 years um the campus had changed so dramatically just in terms of growth like there were so many more buildings and you know in the dorm where we were you could kind of see like almost down the hill to like the drill field area. Right. It wasn't completely unobstructed, but you could kind of see across the campus. And now there's like other dorms built up so that it's not as big of an open. Yeah. We had a, like a small prairie that was right in front of, we had three um, dorms. Mm -hmm. So we were in the middle, Lee Hall. And then we had, and that was co-ed. Yes. And then on either side, were two more buildings so almost like in a like a u-shape yeah um and they were all male they were the gross boy dorms they were (laughs) it's kind of ironic because i remember when we signed up for college i thought oh i want to be in a co-ed dorm Mm -hmm. because i want to meet boys yeah (laughs) and then i got there and i went no i don't (laughs) because boys are 
dirty. Yes. Well, but even, ours was by floor. It right? was by floor, and it was almost a different <clears throat> planet when you would walk. Like we were fourth. So the at least at our time, the even floors in Lee Hall were female, right? And the odds were male. Yeah. And so we were on the fourth floor, and it was like unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. Everything smelled good. There was music playing. Um, it was just a great time to be alive. And then you would walk upstairs <laughs> and it was like a dungeon. Like and it, it smelled. It like smelled it. like no one was washing anything. Yeah. Um, the floor almost had a film. Right. I don't know. I, I, and they had the same housekeeping service we did. I, but I, I mean, understand. those poor housekeepers couldn't keep up. Right. I don't know. And then, yeah. So then Amy and I, because Amy was my other roommate uh, in the dorms. We didn't room into, we didn't become roommates until we moved off campus, off campus into right. an apartment. And so Amy was my other roommate. And I remember we tried to get in the slusher the next year, which mm-hmm. is an all-female dorm. That was like the tower, right? Yes. Yeah. Which they just took down, by the way. Oh. Yeah, they took down Slusher Tower. Huh. I, I don't know why. I could only guess the aesthetics because they built it with a very modern, yeah. it was very unhooked. It always kind of didn't really look like it fit in. No. Yeah. So I think they put something else there. Um, but I didn't know you guys had tried to defend. We did to try a to defend. <laughs> we did try. Um, but then, no. And they put us in the exact same room. <laughs> I think just for spite. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, it was nice because we had that prairie out front. Um, and so in the winter when it snowed it became snowball that's right fight haven but now they've put other dormitories there right so i don't know if they have the same snowball experience maybe they can just throw them like literally into people's windows i don't know (laughs) what they do now someone's gonna have to write in and tell us yeah but i do remember there being like uh sand volleyball pits out there and you know, people would just be laying out there in the grass when it was nice. So, yeah, the aesthetically beautiful. Now, where was the the main dining hall? Dietrich was yes. the dining hall that Dietrich. we always went to, right? Was that, yeah. like, behind yes. one of the boy dorms? Like, if you were looking campus facing it was off to the left yeah so it was if you pass Pritchard Hall which mm, was, was 1100 the um the reputation at the time was it was seven floors I think somebody re- referenced as as sev- seven layers of players <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, was, but I, I I don't know about some, that. I heard some nasty tales about things that went on in that place. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they all could have that reputation. Uh, but on the other side of Pritchard was Dietrich. Yeah. So they had Dietrich and then they had Owens. Right. Owens was a little further, but still on our side of campus. And a little smaller, right? And a little smaller. Yeah. And then up by the, uh, up the upper quad, which is where the Corps lived. Yep. Uh, the Corps cadets was Schultz. Yes. So, I don't think I ever went there. I did eat at Schultz like once. Usually if you ate at Schultz, it's because you accidentally like happenstanced on right. it. It wasn't an intentional <laughs> dining moment. It wasn't on purpose. It was like, oh, I found myself on this side of campus. I guess I'll eat here. <laughs> um, but it was a very traditional, like the food was very, like nothing like you see on college campuses now. Right. It's like a cruise ship. Yeah. Where these kids have carving stations and sandwich areas. And don't they even have like outside vendors? now yeah like they'll have chick-fil-a or you know burger king or whatever no we there was a burger king that was off campus okay that popped itself up once and that was it i think that was the closest we had i do think by the time we were seniors they built that student center yeah and they had like a subway or something like that yeah um but certainly in the dining halls you were just getting 
food that they were making there. Yeah. It was a typical like cafeteria line yeah. situation. I think by the time we were juniors, they had built a food court scenario in Owens. Yes. And so that was like eatable food. So what they did was you got, if you bought a meal plan, you got your meal plan in the cafeteria that was included. You could eat whatever you wanted. Um, if you wanted the good food, it was, you got so much per meal. Right. <laughs> so they'd say, <laughs> so terrible. They'd say like, oh, you can use like $3 of your meal plan and then you have to pay the rest. Right. Which, you know, was maybe a couple bucks at the time. It was pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was, that, that was where the, the line was, you know, like, oh, not great food, free of charge. Right. You want quality food, you're going to have to pay extra right. on top of what you're already paying. Well, what I remember is a lot of $5 Gumby's pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> In the dorm, not in the dining hall. <laughs> uh, my my husband was all about espresso pizza. Oh. Five, 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 fast. <laughs> I don't know if that's still the phone number. Um, but yeah, it was a $5. I think he lived on those as well. Yeah. And then we would sometimes take, the, if we were big girls, we'd take the, the, the uh, public transportation bus to yeah. Kroger. Oh, yeah. And buy ourselves some, I don't know, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> right. <and laughs> keep them in our room. But yeah, the food was not... I was so surprised when I went back years ago. It didn't look anything yeah. like inside. It looked so much nicer. Um, now, I'm sure kids still complain about food, but apparently Virginia Tech has, like, the number two best food for a university nationwide. Wow. I know. We've come a long way because my favorite story was when I went in, you know, lunchtime, dinnertime, who knows, I went to get what they were serving that day was lasagna. Mm -hmm. And there also wasn't all these choices. Right. It was like, you can have a salad or you can have what we're making for dinner. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> there were not 10 different options right. and lines. And, um, yeah. and buffet stations. And so the, they had just brought out from fresh from the oven the lasagna and of course it's all in one of those big sheet pan mm -hmm. things and they drop it in like where the you know it's going to keep it warm and it right. looks good i was like wow that looks really good and the kid behind you know it's just one of us it's just a student one of us and i remember because he like cut it out and he scooped it and then he put it on the plate and as soon as he put it on the plate it just disintegrated <laughs> Like there, like the sauce was just made of water. It was water based. Yes, it was like we had to add three million gallons of water to it to make it to spread it out so we could feed you people. Feed these how many ever many twenty six twenty eight thousand kids that it, were going there. Yeah, it was just like it was so sad, and I just stared at it. I didn't even. I just looked at it, and and he didn't even flinch. He just looked at me and he said, "Do you want a straw with that?" <laughs> Yeah, it Classic. wasn't great, but... Um, well, we can't leave the food topic without talking about you and Amy P's claim to fame. Oh, that's true. I almost forgot about it. Yes, you're you right. I still have it. Featured photograph <laughs> in the pamphlet for the dining hall. <laughs> so back then, remember, they used to send you... So we didn't have the internet, as I mentioned. So they used to send you... Nothing came electronically, right? right? We didn't have that as an option. So they used to send you this packet every summer before you came back to school. So it was this big manila envelope and it had all these papers in it, you know, join this club, do mm -hmm. this, here's your meal plan options, fill this out, you know. And so they had a dining hall brochure. So much like you think a brochure looks like. Um, and 
<laughs> it should be no surprise that they caught Amy and I eating because we did that a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had opened up at the time. It doesn't exist anymore, I don't think, but they called it Hoagie Grill. Okay. And it was, it was the, the uh, I guess, the stepping stone to what they were going to do with the food court. So okay. before that food court happened, they had this Hoagie Grill where they had kind of fast foodie type stuff but it definitely tastes better so they had curly fries mm. and burgers and things like that that were much better tasting than what they served in the dining hall so yeah. we went there to eat and of course they took photographs on that particular day and sure enough i'm like mid fry i know like you're... eating eating the fry <laughs> memorialized forever <laughs> famous only in my mind that's right well my my dining hall memory is um when I got a work-study job at Owens. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm not surprised you don't remember because I went to the training. I received my uniform. Nice. And then I proceeded to quit before my first day. <laughs> <laughs> you were that excited. I was like, I am weighing up my options here. I can do a lot of things, okay? I'm not above hard work. I was already working off campus, too, because okay. um, this was, like, my junior year. I don't think I was living on campus anymore Oh, okay. at the time. But anyway, I was like, you know what? This is going to be way more hassle than what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had to let it go. Working in the dining halls were tough because I feel like a lot of the students, too, were gross. Mm -hmm. you know and so you know we had those magic areas where you we had a physical tray like yeah. an actual tray with real like dishes there was no plastic right. or you know anything and and so we would put them in those slots and then there were people back there yeah that would you know like clean off stuff or whatever and so you know some of the jerks would like to like smash whatever they didn't eat yeah into, you know and they just, just got make gross, it gross. And, yeah boys again as yeah. we mentioned <laughs> Well, uh, good memories. Yeah, that was really good. I was happier when we moved off campus and we had our apartment and we started like shopping for our own food and fixing things. Yeah. I remember we used to have fun like taking turns making dinners and of course all of us probably knew how to cook like maybe two things each. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a lot of repeat meals. I remember a lot of cheese quesadillas. Yes. <laughs> And macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Spaghetti. 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 We did make um, spaghetti. We used to make those, uh, like, sausages, you know, like the hot sausages. Oh, yeah, yeah. That we would slice up into little slices and make yeah. that with mac and cheese. A little smoked and, sausage action. Yeah. yeah. Still so. some of my kids' favorites. So. <laughs> I One, think we did okay. I think we did fine. One thing I do remember that was funny um, that I, I, it's one of those things where I think was both, like, a positive and a negative especially when I see my kids signing up for classes, mm -hmm. it's so easy for them to sign up for classes. Yeah, it's all on the computer. I mean, they, they actually have scheduled builders, Yeah, you know, like, Oh, this is when it's offered. This is when it'll fit in your schedule. Oh, like that's amazing. Cause I we mean, were doing that all manually. I, you know, I don't think people really can, can really say you've lived <laughs> unless you have filled out a Scantron with the classes that you want to get. Right. And then you would walk across campus, drop it in a box outside your advisor's <laughs> office. That's right. Which I think is hilarious. They would just have like a computer box sitting out there and people just drop them in and no one was concerned that any one of them gets stolen. Right. We just, with our social security number That's all right. over them. 
um, and we would drop it in there and then magically months later in the summer you would get a schedule and Mm -hmm. it wouldn't necessarily be a full schedule no you weren't guaranteed that you would get you know five classes or whatever yeah. like there was an eight well if you don't get this then this is like your backup this is your backup yeah. you just kind of went in and crossed your fingers and then one of two things would happen you would get that schedule and then when you got back to campus you could either get in number one get in line in your particular college which mm-hmm. the college of arts and sciences was huge <laughs> pretty broad <laughs> um <laughs> And you would get in line to get an opportunity to sit with three secretaries who looked like they were not happy to be there. Yeah. They were all Raws from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> and um, and we would sit in those lines for a couple of hours. It yeah. was like Disney. Yeah. You know, except there was no cool ride at the end. <laughs> and then you weren't even guaranteed at that point that you'd get you know, uh, an opportunity to get into the class. So yeah. we were trying to force ad is what they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, yourself into a class. Gosh, I had forgotten that term, but yes, yeah, force adding. <laughs> and then the other opportunity, number two was just to show up to the class with that little like form, uh, three ply yep. form, three plies. Yeah. <laughs> so yellow, made, pink and white. That's right. And, and hope that the professor would have pity on you or felt like they had enough room in the, in the physical yeah. classroom, which is usually what most of them, I found most of them were willing to add you as long as they had room. Yes. I'm very nice about it. I don't think I ever had anybody turn me away, Yeah, but you had to proceed all of that. Yeah. By going through the course catalog. Yes. That was like a phone book. You're right. Physically. And not not so search, you, no control F. No, no, no. No. Flipping through page by page to find Okay, I want this, let's say, sociology class. Yeah. Um, It's offered Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 2 p.m. Yeah. And does that fit? Let me get out my little paper and Uh (laughs) map everything out. Does that fit with what I already have? And, I mean, you were figuring it all out just with a pencil and paper. And there was no, this is who the professor might be or the instructor might be. Right. Where you can do some research and find out, you know, oh, I I took that professor before and I didn't like that professor. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there was no, um, there's an online version of it now um, where you can look them up. They grade yeah. them. And um, none of that. You just, you, that was your professor was when you showed up. That's right. There they are. <laughs> and depending on what your high school experience was, I mean, Virginia Tech was a big school. Yeah. There were a lot of kids there. And I can remember walking into some classes my freshman year that were like in an auditorium. Right. You know, so McBride 100. That's right. McBride 100. I had several classes in there. Thankfully, I don't know if they still do this, but at the time they had what was called the freshman rule. Yes. And so during the course of your first two semesters, you, if you were not doing well in a class, <laughs> You could drop the class and retake it like the next year or the next semester and wipe out that first grade. Yeah. And so that ended up happening to me. I had to take calculus, which, you know, I don't love math, um, but I took it and it was in one of those huge, it wasn't the McBride 100, but it was in a really, really big classroom. There were at least a hundred kids in the class. Which is hard for math because usually that's the place you have a lot of questions. Yeah, so asking a question, forget it. Like, who's going to raise their hand? I remember having so many, like, 
panic nightmares about, oh my gosh, I forgot to show up to this class for like six weeks and now I don't know what's going on. And that's because in reality, I was going every class period and I had no idea what was going (laughs) on. (laughs) So I did freshman rule that class and then I retook it in the spring. And typically what I found over the course of my four years was if you needed to retake a class, the spring offering was going to be in a much smaller classroom Mm -hmm. and setting so I retook it, and thank God I got like a B plus, I think, in that class. Nice. But only because it was like 20 kids, and I could actually ask questions. Right. So that was very stressful. I know. I When people say, if people ask me, did you have to take calculus in college? And I said, oh, yes, I took it twice. Yes. <laughs> My, now, I didn't freshman rule it the first time. I dropped it because uh. I like to tell my kids, I had Dr. Crittenden, and I don't know if you knew who Dr. Crittenden was, but she was the um, department head Ooh. for math. And so she, she took it real serious. She was married <laughs> She was married to also Dr. Crittenden, who was the head of the engineering department. Okay. And between the two of them, and I, I was a psychology major, yeah. so I don't need calculus in the same way, say, I don't know, an engineer might need right. calculus. <laughs> um and so I was like I'm not I'm this is not the class for me after the first exam I got a nine <laughs> and that was out of a hundred <laughs> and to give you an idea of how hard the test was she curved it a 10 was a d oh my goodness I know so I dropped it I didn't have to freshman rule it because I didn't even get that far yeah. I just and then when I took it again in the spring, yeah, um, I had a graduate student who was amazing. Yeah, she was she was so focused on, hey, are you getting this? Is yes. this making sense to you? Do you want me to go over it again? I mean, it was almost like she was part therapist, right. part calculus <laughs> teacher. That was my experience yeah. too. Mine was a guy, but I think he was a grad student, much more interested in the individual experience yeah, and how everybody sure. was doing. So, yeah, but I mean, I guess depending on where you go to school, you have different experiences like that in terms of like the volume of kids in your class and what kind of individual attention you can get with the teacher. But now, was that your least favorite class that you took or was there? Um, It was definitely the most like panic stress inducing. Um, But I mean, honestly, most of the core classes that I had to take were fine. Like I didn't love all of them, but um, I took another class that I took that I really thought I was going to love. And it was so hard was art history. Oh, and I took that later, like either my junior or senior year. And um, I can't I think I did end up dropping that class because it was just. It wasn't what I was expecting, and it was much more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I guess I didn't give the the art um, majors enough credit, Um, but that one I I remember not loving. How about you? Well, I had one class that was um, interesting. Um, It stands out as being kind of a unique experience. It was my second semester of English. Okay. So I took one semester of English, a second semester English um, and our teacher, our instructor that for that class was the um, so he wasn't a regular instructor. He was the speechwriter for the president of the university. Oh, and he wanted to teach an English class while he was there, okay. so they let him teach an English class. Lucky me, that was the <laughs> one that I got. Now I will say this: he was a really interesting guy. 
But on the very first day, you know, we walk in there and a lot of times students are making the determination, like, am I going to keep this class yeah. based on who the instructor was? So it's probably a class of about 25 people, which was pretty large for an English class. Usually they were a little smaller. Um, so 25 people were in one of those little rooms in McBride. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, he has the entire attendance like 25 students memorized alphabetically. Wow. And so he starts going off um, each one and everyone's looking around like he's not looking at a piece of paper. Like he has memorized this. <laughs> What's up with this Half guy? the class did not show up the next time. They were like, <laughs> nope, I'm out. This you guy's going to have way too high of expectations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it ended up being actually a pretty cool class. But what was funny was, so I didn't have a problem in the class. I was pretty good, except... One night, right before one of those quizzes, we had an electrical fire in Lee Hall. Ooh. I don't know if you remember that one, because, of course, the fire alarm went off all the time. Oh, because man. someone would get drunk and then try to pop popcorn. And burn the popcorn. And destroy and the microwave. And we would all be out in the middle of the night in our pajamas. That's <laughs> <freezing>. right. <laughs> and um, the bad thing was, is, so, you know, we would just get up and walk out, and then it was fine, and then they'd let us back in the building. And Amy um, is blind as a bat. Um, <laughs> she cannot see without her contacts at all, like nothing at all. And so, and those stairwells don't have windows, at least yeah. the ones on the interior. And so, so that night when the fire alarm went off, we just assumed it was another microwave yeah. popcorn incident, not realizing there was literally an electrical fire in the building. So when we got out at 2 a.m., and we're outside, we were out there for a couple a of hours. Time, yeah. I didn't even put a robe on. I was <laughs> wearing probably less than I should have been. Um, but like I said, I thought I was coming right back in the building. Yeah. We ended up actually going over to Pritchard, which is the all-male dorm that we mentioned previously yes. that was stinky. But I had a friend that lived over there. And so, you know, yeah, we woke him up at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and said, can we sleep on your floor? Well, I do kind of vaguely remember that now that you're – mentioning it I don't know if I ever would have thought about it but I do remember like going and finding somewhere else to stay because yeah. it was just going on and on and yeah. on and we were exhausted yeah. and so I mean and it's not you know luckily my friend was a pretty clean dude so his dorm was pretty clean but um but it was still like we weren't getting any sleep and yeah. they finally let us back in the building but I was exhausted class was right in the morning but what was so weird about it was so I didn't do well and I knew I didn't do well um, cause I just couldn't remember. It's like, I yeah. couldn't concentrate. My teacher actually called me in my dorm room. Like, well, he, I guess he went to grade them and okay. saw I didn't do well. And so he called me and he was like, this is out of character. He did. He was <laughs> like, Hey, I just want to see if everything was okay. And I thought, does this happen in college? Because I was <laughs> thinking like no one cared. Right. We got your money. Come on in. <laughs> you know, it was so funny. He was so, and I, I told him, I said, I'm so sorry. I even joked with him. I was like, you want me to dig it over again? Cause I can dig it over again. Yeah. And he was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but he was a really interesting guy. Um, like I said, it was actually kind of a unique opportunity to get like his perspective. And he would tell us, you know, stories about yeah. things. And Dr. McComas at the time, he's since passed, but, um, uh, it was a really neat experience, but it was just so weird. I've never had a college professor call me. Yeah. That was the only time. That is interesting. I don't remember if I ever had anybody, maybe when I was like getting recommendations for like grad school, I may have had a phone call with one of the professors, but not like, or anything like that. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting to me that, um, you know, when you were mentioning 
people were kind of trying to decide when they would go into a class whether they wanted to keep the class or drop the class. Um, I took an English class. It was some kind of a, it wasn't um, creative writing. It was some kind of specialty class, though. It wasn't just like basic English 101, 102. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but it had to be when I was a junior or a senior. And um, it was at 8 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I went to it for the first time, and I realized after about 15 minutes that I was in the wrong room. (laughs) It was the same class, but it wasn't the, the right professor. Right. But... The boy that I really had a major crush on. (laughs) (laughs) If you remember, (laughs) I was madly in love with Brian Riblin. (laughs) (laughs) And he was in that class. Mm. So then I was like, holy shit. Where's my force ad sheet? I gotta get my force ad. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. I stayed in the class for the whole semester. And I got to oh. go to Brian's dorm room because we worked oh, on I a bet. paper together. <laughs> <laughs> he had no interest, but oh. man, I had such a crush on him. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You're like, oh, this person, I don't know what's worse, the person that doesn't know you exist and you're just admiring from afar, or the person who does know you exist but just still doesn't ask <laughs> <Yeah>. you out. <laughs> just doesn't feel the same way. So anyway, but that's man, hilarious. He was a cutie, and I definitely did the four sad just because he was in there. <laughs> I did have a boy that I kissed um, one night at a party that was in my math class. And I was like, is this going to be awkward? (laughs) I was like, I gotta go to math the next day and pretend he's not there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even recall. I don't even remember his name. Parties. Oh, we could talk parties. Yes. I do remember some parties, but I, I don't know that we, I mean, I guess we did go to a lot of parties. We did. We didn't always do the same things when we were living in the apartment together, but we did quite a a lot. Like, I'd say most of the time I would go out with you guys, like, maybe one night on a weekend and then do something else on another night. Yeah. Um, But a lot of, at Tech, anyway, there's not, well, I guess there is, like, a Greek row, but a lot of the fraternities and sororities and stuff didn't have their houses there they were more like spread out around town now i think they actually make them live okay so they actually had uh they have like a greek housing area yeah but what would amount to greek row um the only thing i never loved about it was it didn't look anything like tech like, no, because it was like very brown. Uh, yeah, I, in brick fact, buildings. I don't even remember where that was. That like over like behind the duck pond yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So that road you took past the duck pond, like where the golf course used to be, but yes. now now they have the uh, alumni center there. Um, it's back there, yeah. and that was my thing. I was like, they just all the other ones, the ones because there were so many. Yeah. Um, mostly fraternities because mm-hmm. um, there were probably twice as many fraternities as there were sororities, um, and they had that typical you know, like old mansion on, right. you know, uh, one of the streets or something like that. And so there were a bunch that were near, um, I think Phi Sigma Kappa was right on main street there. Yeah, they had probably. a nice house. I think when we were in the dorms and again, you don't have, you know, there's no texting, there's no way mm-hmm. to find that information out. We would get on the, the, the bus, yeah. the BT, <laughs> the, the BT. Blacksburg transit. That's right. You had it. So as a student, you had, the bus was included in your tuition. Right. And so you just had to flash your ID 
which I still have. <laughs> um and and you could get and take the bus anywhere yeah. that the bus went which is how it should be right you know for safety reasons and stuff too, exactly so. and it also was great because that also meant you weren't driving anywhere right um and so um we you know would just get on the bus and then when a big group of kids got off we would get off with just them follow them because we were like oh there must be a party there yeah. and no one cared that you weren't invited to the party oh no it wasn't that they weren't those kind of parties no it was like a everybody comes it was a free for all and it was a free for all yeah, yeah like oh you look like a student you can come in yeah um and especially i hate to say it but as a female right you could get in anywhere you getting turned away yeah <laughs> so um so that a lot of times how we'd find out sometimes it was word of mouth you yeah. know people would say oh i heard there's a party and in the apartment complexes that were there at the time it was like oh there's a big their parties right. going on at fill in the blank. So you really just had to find yourself to one of the yes. apartment complexes and walk around until you saw people on a balcony. Right. <laughs> and then you just walk in. It seems safe, doesn't it? I know it's actually terrifying when you think about it. It's a And wonder. then the fraternities would often have parties and they would advertise. Yeah. And then sometimes there was a small fee to get into those yeah. places because they had a band or something. It wasn't for the liquor or the, no. it wasn't for the alcohol. <laughs> it was just because they had to pay the band. Yeah. And some of them until were, we got old enough that we could get into the bars downtown. That's right. That's yeah. right. Now some, some were some places downtown that you could go even before you were 21. Yeah. Arnold's was, um, I think it's now Sharky's. That was a yes, no club. Yeah. Um, which was nice because they had a patio. So if it got hot, you could be out there. And you would just get a stamp on the back of your hand that yep. indicated whether you were old enough to drink or not. That's right. And then and they you would, would often mark you see if you weren't. People the next day with yes. the stamps on their cheek, their forehead, <laughs> however they fell asleep with their hand underneath their face. Right. Or many stamps on your hand, <laughs> which right. indicated how, how many places you went the night before. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And I remember because when we graduated, um, don't think you were with me. Did you do the Blacksburg crawl with us? I don't think so after graduation because my sister was graduating the next day. Oh, okay. And so I had to leave and go to the other side of the state to her graduation. So I don't think I really did much on actual graduation. Thanks, Laura. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just remember there was from the day, the end of exams... And then actual graduation, there was like a two or three day period. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously you weren't leaving. Yeah. Um, and so, well, you weren't if you didn't live close, um, which I did not. And so, um, so there was like three days. And so all these people, um, a lot were in Chris's fraternity. Now, Chris, at the, we, Chris and I were dating. That's the hubs. And, <laughs> um, but he had graduated because he's older than mm -hmm. us um but he graduated in december which i always forget that yeah. but that's right and um but so he was coming back then they didn't do a big deal at all for december graduations. Right. now it's you know it's more commonplace but <clears throat> so he wanted to walk in may because that's when they did all the big fanfare and had a speaker oh, okay. and everything so he was like i want to do the graduation ceremony in may and um, so he wasn't there at the time, but a lot of his fraternity brothers were still there. And then Amy and a host of other people, I forget, Blacksburg Crawl, which is how many bars can you hit in one day? Right. Or afternoon or evening. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure if I recall correctly, we made it to 17. Wow. But the idea, too, is you have to have a drink in every single right. bar. <clears throat> and that is a lot for Amy <laughs> to drink, even as a young person. <laughs> 
So I remember by like bar 10 or 11, it was more like a sip. Right. You're like throwing it over your shoulder when nobody's looking. So can you imagine the amount of stamps? Yes. Uh, that you have. And I remember we finally made it to the balcony, which is now top of the stairs. Okay. Um, but, uh, and balcony was you had to be 21 to get in. Yes. And so we got up to that one and I was with... Uh, sorority sister Jen Kanaki who we called Jen Cow yes and I told I joked with her I said you know we've got all these stamps you can't even see them anymore and that was one of the suggestions I said I think you should get the bouncer to stamp your your boobs (laughs) (laughs) and we get up there and she's like only if you do it too and I said sure we'll do this so she gets up there and she pulls her shirt all the way up. Oh no. Like, you know, she's wearing a bra, but she like pulls it all the way up. And I was like, Jen, I was just going to pull my shirt down. <laughs> the collar down. Right. Like maybe the top of the cleavage. Right. I wasn't like going to, it wasn't a. <laughs> but you said this was bar number what? This, this was bar 17. I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, so that made more sense. And I just outed Jen Cow. So sorry. But, um, uh, yeah, that was fun. But yeah, the, the, let me tell you, the bouncer was all in. He even put the stamp between his teeth. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so I miss college. I know. I mean, it's, it's just, I, when we were talking about kind of talking about this today, I was like, man, what, what am I going to remember? I don't. But, you know, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this and that. Like, I can remember going to, was it Crickets? Yes. And then it became something else. It was Crickets, and then it was Arnold's. So you could go there, and even if you weren't 21, you could get in, and, and we would just dance and have yeah, fun. Yeah, because they had, that one had a, a second floor, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, but it's just making me remember all those places on that little Main Street area. Yeah. Well, so. the, the one that I remember hitting as freshmen, uh, because they had a very loose uh, beverage distribution policy, was <laughs> Hawaii Kai. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Hawaii I Kai? I do remember that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it shut down not long after that, probably for their leniency in their beverage distribution <laughs> well, policy. I think, but- if I remember correctly, I think that might have been the place that was like when we went for orientation in the summer beforehand. Yeah. That yes. was where they kind of directed you to go yeah. to go out and meet people. Yeah. Yeah. They oh had like gosh. punch or something, you know, yeah. like <laughs> we have some soda for you guys. Some That's right. Juice boxes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but then it was, it was a restaurant during the day. Yep. And then, yeah, at nighttime, obviously they would have dancing and stuff like that, which we would love to go because, you know, we love dancing. So we went out a lot. But yeah, um, I remember when we were off campus, finally, it did seem different because I guess we still went out to some of the same places, yeah. but I don't really remember did we just ride the bus or we rode into town with people? Because we lived quite a ways from campus. We weren't walking. We did. Um, I think I remember at some point with the sorority that we had it set up for designated drivers. Uh, okay. And so I think we had gotten some DD situations. Yeah. But you're right. I think it was just different because I think living on campus, one of the nice things is, is that you kind of just go with the pack, yeah. you know, so you, maybe you weren't even planning on going somewhere, but then, it, you know, somebody would just run by your door and go, Hey, we're going here. And you're right. like, okay. <laughs> you know, and then you just went, but when you live off campus, you don't have that same, it's a little more planned. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. In, in our affordable housing That's apartment. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny to me because, um, so we, we lived in the dorm freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. 
And then I think kind of last minute I asked you and Amy if it would be okay for me to room with you guys yeah. moving off Well, campus. weren't we originally going to live with Jamie and Glenda? We were looking for like a townhouse yes. situation. I think the four of you were. Oh, I thought you were. Okay. Because I was planning on living with somebody else. Oh, that's right. That's and right. then that didn't really work out. And then I was like, oh, well, you know. But who would I like to live with? And yeah. I thought, well, I'll ask Amy and Amy, you yeah. know? Um, but then I don't remember how it ended up. Maybe this was just the apartment that you guys found. It was hard to find a four-bedroom, maybe. Yeah, it was hard to find something also that was in our budget, which wasn't much. Yeah. And, um, and I don't remember how we happenstanced on it, but we had no idea that it was... Section 8. Section 8. Yeah. Like, we didn't... I mean, it was an apartment complex. Yeah. It was a little further out, you know. I mean, it really was only a couple miles from campus. Yeah, but I but mean, compared to everything else. Drive, that's yeah. a long way. Um, and so we were like, okay... And, um, and so, yeah, we just, I mean, maybe we were just naive. It wasn't like they had it on the form, right? <laughs> you know, but, but I do remember like when we were filling it out because there were, you know, it was like, obviously to ask you for your income and mm -hmm. whatnot. And, um, we had none. And so, right. <laughs> um, I don't even remember getting our parents to co-sign on it. I don't either. I mean, we must have, I but, mean, but maybe not, maybe because it was section eight, you didn't have to do that. I don't but know. yeah, I mean, to, to put the shock and awe in you, it was $450 for yep. a three bedroom apartment yeah. with, with a fireplace. <laughs> oh, that's right. Remember we, we had, had a fireplace. Unit. <clears throat> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, three bedroom, four fifty. So we were paying a hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Yeah. Um, and then I think we paid electric and yeah. It, it, I don't think that phone. really included Back then utilities. Maybe yeah, it paid for something. Oh, I don't think we paid for water. Yeah. And I we didn't pay for cable. Like that was included. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. man, that was cheap. Hundred and fifty dollars. And I remember thinking, oh, I hope I can pay it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> time you don't have any money no you don't and I did start working but that wasn't until I think the summer between junior and senior year okay. or maybe it was during my junior year I can't remember but I did start working in in Roanoke which was yes. like the yes I the big city down the highway right 45 minutes that's right and I did that 45 minutes thousands and thousands of times back and forth back and forth see I worked forth. at home so when I was home I worked um for a department store and then so starting sophomore year on at college i worked in the dean's office oh that's right also work study yep um i did not work in owens uh, <laughs> good call <laughs> <laughs> and in the summers until that summer between junior and senior year when i started working in roanoke i worked at home mm -hmm. at bush gardens oh that's right parasol i was a parasol painter <laughs> so cool and it, we never had a parasol for the apartment no hmm. i should have well i was Maybe. broke so i wasn't gonna buy yeah one. that's true those were probably pretty pricey <laughs> they were <laughs> yeah i had one summer at tech and i ended up because i didn't go home i had to work and um the only place i could find work was at parking services mm -hmm. which was terrible um, just because well, it was boring. Yeah. But, and plus I had to take two buses to get there. I didn't have a car. I didn't have uh, a car people until I graduated from college. Yep. And so I had to bum off my friends here. And, um, but then I had to take, yeah, two, it wasn't like it was that far. It was a mile and a half. Yeah. But it took me 40 minutes to get there <laughs> because I had to take two buses to work for $4 and 25 cents oh, an hour. Would you remember that first car that I got? Yes. Oh my gosh, that car. It was a Plymouth Horizon. 
then. Yep. It was like, it a, was ye- like yellow. a pale yeah, like 70s a pale yellow. yellow. Yep. Yes. And, you know, my mom bought it for me. I didn't have to buy it for myself. Very so nice. I did appreciate that. Yeah. And for a while, it was fine. But I was running it up and down the highway back and forth to Roanoke to do the job that I was doing. And, you know, that job took me into some, like, sketchy parts of town. Uh And um, I wouldn't say it was the most reliable transportation (laughs) after a while. But the thing that I remember so much about it was you would turn it off and it would keep running for, like... For like several minutes, and it would be like chug, 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 chug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It would shake. I forgot the shake. And it would shake, and I was like, it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, because it was almost like the muffler would just keep like right. I don't know what was going on with that car, but anyway, we used it and we took it. We were happy to have it so that we could drive it to the grocery store and not have to lug our groceries back on the BT. Yep. So, so yeah, I was like, Kate, when you going? That's right. <laughs> I remember we, I went home with you one weekend to your mom's Yeah, and you had that car and we were driving <laughs> and it, it started to rain. So naturally you turned on the windshield wipers until they flew off your yes. car. <laughs> it just, I remember just that. just flew right off. They just flew right off. And I had, I mean, we were on the highway. What I was going do? like 60, 70 miles That's an right. hour. I wasn't going back for them. <laughs> So we just kept going, and luckily it got to the point where it was raining so hard that it was just like a sheet yeah, down the windshield, yeah. and I could see fine, but that was crazy. Yeah, because I, I was glad you didn't ask me to get out there with my hand <laughs> just start wiping it down. But oh, man, yeah. that's so funny. It just was gone. We were laughing really hard on that trip. <laughs> well, I remember during orientation, kind of run this full circle, um, one of the instructors um, had said, he's like, 80% of what you learn here will not be from a book. Yeah. And it really stuck with me, especially, too, when it came time for my kids to go to school, which, you know, they ironically did not go far. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them were within driving distance of our house. But we've allowed both of them to live at campus. And part of that was I wanted them to have the college experience. And I know for some people they think, Oh, it's just partying. It isn't just partying. Obviously we graduate. (laughs) We, (laughs) they don't just hand us a diploma for showing up. Right. Um, yes, you have fun on the weekends, but you would have fun on the weekends wherever you live. Yes. Um, but it's just, it was all of those little experiences. And I mean, we could probably talk for weeks on just all the funny stuff that happened and, but the people that you met and, and, and for, for a lot of people, you're meeting people that, um, you know, look different than you, mm-hmm. come from a different place. A lot of international students. Yeah, and, you know. and tech was very much, I felt, a real melting pot in terms of very where much people so. were coming from. And it also is a state school, so it has a pretty broad curriculum. So yes. there are people there coming to study all kinds of different subjects and I I was always surprised when I would look in the course catalog and be like oh my gosh I didn't even know that was a thing you yeah, know Jersey ca- Jersey cow maintenance is a major That's right. what because <laughs> <laughs> they do have the veterinary they school. do yeah. um and even more so now in colleges they have a lot more options um even create your own major kind of uh things but um but yeah it was a it was a definitely a unique opportunity to meet lots of different people and have, you know, and just be growing up as an adult. Like, yeah. Like gaining your independence yeah. and figuring out how to do things. I mean, I can remember lugging a big bag of laundry yep. 
over to I think it was in the, was it in the bottom also of Dietrich? in Dietrich yes. yeah where yeah. they had because you should wash your clothes and eat all in the same place that's right <laughs> <laughs> and you had to have your quarters yes um, but just figuring out things that you know until you're that age and you're away from your parents you're mostly kind of sheltered and and then you're in this experience where you're like oh gosh you know this is a simple thing but I've never been responsible for it before you know I think it's a great like trial period for life Mm -hmm. if you can if it's within your budget and it's within your interest level I think it's a great place to go because there's still a safety there Mm -hmm. but at the same time you're you're learning all those practical things like I've got to get myself to and from somewhere by myself at a specific time, I have to take care of my laundry. I was a little disappointed when I found out both kids had laundry in their buildings and cost them nothing. Oh, and I was like, easy. really? Where's the roll of quarters? That's right. <laughs> um, but, you know, they still had to do all their stuff and, you know, take care of it. And, um, and you're learning to deal with all kinds of different personalities. Yep. I can remember, you know, we had a pretty good group on our hall in um, Lee, but, you know, I still definitely ran into personalities there that were very different than anything I was accustomed to in terms of, you know, people that were very strong personalities that were kind of confrontational in a way that I wasn't really accustomed to. And then some people that were just kind of like fading into the background and you're like, it's, it's, it's like I guess everybody experiences that one way or another as you grow up and you're out of like just the shelter of kind of your immediate family right. and the people that you're used to and some shock value like the girl on our hall that liked to, to, to shower with the curtain open so everyone could see her naked right. <laughs> like girl we don't care we also have what you have yes you know what's so funny about that I do not remember using those bathrooms oh, really? and that shower I have no memory we used to sing in the shower we used to like sometimes we'd go in there as a group so we'd have like we didn't have so the original dormitory that we were in was when it was originally built was an all-male dorm okay so every floor obviously had the typical what people would call gang showers which I know is not a nice term but I want us to call it um, and, and they had urinals and obviously we're not using the urinals as we are little ladies. <laughs> um, but what they did for, um, is they did at some point install, um, basically what looks like when you go to the gym, right? So you've yeah. got that stall that's like, it's a little longer, part of it's a shower and then part of it is a get dressed area, but with curtains. So right. you still had privacy in there, but it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a separate shower with right. a door or anything like that. But we used to go in there and sing songs. Yeah. You know, like, I, you don't remember? I don't remember that. No. Oh, okay. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you weren't there Maybe when I you were singing. There. I mean, I definitely showered in yeah, the two I mean, years that I lived there. Glad, but <laughs> glad to hear I remember it. having the little caddy yes. with all my stuff and my yep. little shower shoes. And, oh, yeah. You couldn't go in there without yeah. flip-flops. And luckily for me, I think both years that I lived there, I lived either right next to the bathroom yeah. or like one door down because I was at the end of the hall. Right, and we were in the very middle. Yeah. But we always favored that end where you were. Right. <laughs> I, I, there was like maybe once or twice I showered on. I don't know what it was, but that, that hall break was just. It was real. It was there real. It was like a magical force field. Yeah. There. <laughs> it was like, I don't know who you people are. That's and right. yeah, <laughs> It was that latter half of the hall that it was always the good part of the hall. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to report I don't think I would enjoy uh, the flip-flops in 
um, showering that way anymore. And yeah. honestly, when I first saw the room, I was so excited. Um, and I know I haven't quite shared the backstory of my home life, but maybe part of it was like, I just couldn't wait to get out. Yeah. But, um, but I was so excited about this idea that like I was going to be on my own mm-hmm. and I had my own room and no one was going to tell me when to come in. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you walk in that room, it is pitiful yeah it looks like a jail cell it really does i mean it was cinder block walls albeit painted they were painted but but there was no there was no uh drywall situation no drywall and then you had a window Uh uh-huh one window and you had a sink yeah that just came out the wall that just was right there in the wall sink like prison little light over top um and then we had like a we had closets that had like a built-in dresser on the bottom half. Like there were yeah. drawers in it and then a little bit of hanging space at the top. Yeah. And then most people, I don't know if kids still do this, but most people had loft beds. Yeah. So you could either make it like a bunk bed with your roommate or you each had your own um, where it was like you slept on the top and then it was open underneath because we each had a desk. Yeah. And I think that was about it. Yeah, because they gave you just, they were metal bunk beds. And they just weren't, like I said, they look like something you'd see in prison. Right. Um, So a lot of people got those. Now, I don't know what tech looks like these days, but I know for both the boys, they actually have wooden um, beds that could adjust already. So we didn't have to do that route. So you could just kind of do what you wanted. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all that was in there. And of course, once you got everything in there and unpacked and decorated and, you know, it was fine. Someone threw a Papasan chair in there somewhere. That's right. I had the Papasan in my room. I, um, I don't remember if I had it the second year, but I definitely had it my freshman year. Yeah. Throw a rug in and everything. But I know when my mom saw it, she cried. Oh, because I think she was like, is she going to live here? And now my closet's bigger than our dorm room. But, um, (laughs) so I couldn't see myself doing it now. But back then, it yeah. felt like freedom and independence, yeah. and it was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> I think we had happy years we did. in Blacksburg, and I certainly wouldn't change it. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us and give us a good rating wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at HushMyMouthPod. Bye. Bye. Hush my mouth. I will be able to. <laughs> Um, hush, I can't do it. <laughs>